If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome to episode 26 of the podcast. And before we get started today, I wanted to let you know that I now have a payment plan option for my course, Heal Your Breakup. And you can now break down the price of this into three monthly payments of just $66. It is so important to me that everyone who needs this course can have access to it. So I have included the link to the payment plan in the show notes of the episode today. So today we are going to talk about navigating the emotional roller coaster that comes with a breakup. And no matter how you slice it, breakups throw us onto this crazy emotional roller coaster ride that oftentimes it feels like all we want to do is step off this super painful ride. And while we can't escape this roller coaster, in this episode, I want to talk about ways that you can kind of help balance it out the way that you can most effectively navigate this emotional roller coaster and some things that you can expect on this up and down ride. And the first thing that I want to stress is that you need to feel your feelings. I cannot stress enough the importance of making sure that you fully feel the feelings that come with a breakup. I know that the downturns of this roller coaster are not fun. I know that it's not comfortable to have to sit with this stuff. But if we stuff our feelings down or ignore them completely, they just don't go anywhere. They have to come out at some point. Feelings don't just disappear. It would be great if we could stuff our feelings and after a certain point, they just poof, go away. But that's not what happens. And I'm sure we've all experienced something in our lives that happened that we ignored the feelings of. Maybe someone hurt you and you wrote it off. You didn't allow yourself to sit with the emotions, but then it comes out later on through maybe a resentment you still feel towards this person, or one day out of nowhere you're hit with this, what feels like to be a very unexpected uh, bout of crying. So 
they just don't go anywhere. They have to come out later on. And that's because, you know, when we stuff them or when we have these feelings come up and we don't acknowledge them, we don't allow ourselves to feel them, I believe they just get stuck in our bodies as this negative energy and they can impact us really negatively through, you know, relationships with others or even through our own self-esteem and our own self-worth or how we think or feel about ourselves. So even though the feelings that come with heartbreak are not fun, they do need to be experienced. It's And it's really important that you have an outlet for these feelings. So whether that's talking about your feelings with someone that you trust, maybe seeing a therapist to make sure that you have an outlet for these feelings, or even just the act of simply writing down your feelings in a journal. This is why I journal every day. I journal every single morning for at least five minutes, and it's a way for me to make sure that I'm touching base with myself. And there are so many times where I feel like I feel fine, but I get out my journal and I start writing and maybe it comes up that I'm feeling fear about something or I'm feeling hurt about something. So it's this way that I have a regular method to touch base with what's going on with me internally. It's also really important to allow ourselves to cry when we need to. I spent much of my life fighting back tears that needed to come out. If I got hurt or was sad, I was someone that always felt like I just needed to suck it up. And for this, I like to use the example of a volcano. So if you think about a volcano, it can get backed up. All the lava can get backed up in there and it can cause this violent eruption. So when you hold back tears, it can result in a huge emotional outburst, which No matter what we do, sometimes we do have very big emotional outbursts and that's okay, but they're not pleasant to experience and there are some ways that we can avoid them. And then on the other hand with a volcano, it can release lava intermittently when it needs to. Just like if you cry when you feel sad, you won't get all backed up. And it's important to remember that tears are incredibly cleansing and it's a great way to have our negative emotions come out of us and release so they don't get stuck within us. So that covers the kind of bottom parts of the emotional roller coaster, the downturns. And while it's inevitable that breakups are going to come with sadness, they are going to come with anger, they're going to come with tears, I do next want to talk about ways that we can bring ourselves up. Because while it is important to feel our feelings, we can't intensely feel our feelings all the time. I like to say we'd literally turn into just a puddle of feelings if we did that all the time. So it is important to have some methods that you can bring yourself out of the pit that sometimes we can get into. So the first thing that you can do is making sure that you are staying busy. And this doesn't need to be all the time, but you really want to try to avoid having extended periods of time that you're just sitting doing nothing. And doing nothing can be, you know, sitting on social media for really long periods of time or just sitting and watching TV for long periods of time. When we sit and do nothing, we get into our heads and we start thinking. And the more that we just sit and think, I think that while it would be nice if we could, 
you know, go into these really positive daydreams. We typically don't. We typically start, you know, going into analyzing the relationship or getting into future tripping and getting into a lot of fear of I'll never find someone. This pain will never go away. So we don't, we really want to avoid these extended periods of time when we're just sitting by ourselves. So it's important to, you know, become somewhat of a planner after your breakup and make sure that you have things planned for your downtime. And it doesn't need to be like booking travel or planning parties, which, you know, we can't really do either of those too freely right now, but it can, it can be super, super simple. So whether that's after work, you plan on taking your dog for a walk or, you know, calling up a friend. And I would even recommend like writing that stuff out in the morning or putting it in your calendar so that way you know what to expect after work or, you know, planning weekends where, you know, I'm going to cook myself pancakes for breakfast and then I'm going to go on a hike uh, and then I'm going to call up a friend and, then I'm going to, you know, I don't even care. I don't care if it's, you you know, using a coloring book or trying a new craft or exercising, but it's really important that you are planning these things out and you're filling your days with things that will help keep you a little bit distracted. And you might have the feeling that you don't want to do any of those things. Your head might tell you that you do just want to stay home and spend time by yourself. That's also a normal thing to experience. But if you push yourself and do get into action and start planning these things, I can promise you that you'll feel better afterwards. And the more you do it, the more you'll realize how positive it can be. So sometimes we need to practice what I call contrary action and do things that we don't feel like because in the end, it will really help us and help us with our breakup recovery. So the second thing is making sure that you are throwing in some joyful activities. And this is hard for me to say exactly what it might look like for you because we all have different things that bring us joy. But if you're someone that likes baking, like make sure you're baking once a week. If you're someone that's really into art or maybe you like doing crafts, like have a project that you're working on, you know, throughout the week. I'm a big puzzle person. So, you know, for me, having a puzzle that I can work on that I know will make me feel really good, that stuff is really, really important. And exercise is a big thing that brings me joy. So I make sure that I have that as part of my daily plans for the day. The more things that you can do that you know will bring you that internal sense of happiness, the better off that you're going to be. And again, going back to the last thing, like making sure you're being conscious and, and planning those things, putting it in your calendar. If you are someone that likes the art, like go out and buy some pencils and a coloring book or like a drawing pad, make sure that you're prepared in order to do those things. Because I always believe that if you have, you know, something out on your counter, you're more likely to gravitate to that instead of just sitting on your phone. And then the next thing is making sure that you have a good foundation in self-care and like a self-care routine. So my dad is amazing, but he is a, he's an amazing dad, but he's also an organizational psychologist And he has actually done a lot of research on moods and feelings. 
He's written a couple books about it, and he talks about how we all know the fact that when we're run down physically, we're more likely to catch a cold. He also says that when we're run down physically and we're not taking good care of ourselves, we're also more likely to catch moods. And you can pro- the, the most obvious way to identify this is thinking about how much more emotional you can be when you're low on sleep. I've had times where I'm low on sleep where I almost feel like I'm drunk. Like I don't have that same kind of peace of mind and control over my over my emotions that I normally would. So it's so important that you are taking care of yourself physically. And that looks like making sure you're getting enough sleep. It's different for everyone, but I would definitely recommend to be in the ballpark of seven to eight hours if possible. And then moving your body every day. When you exercise, your brain actually releases chemicals that are the same as an antidepressant. So by moving your body, getting your heart rate up, you are going to produce some happy chemicals that you might be lacking after going through a breakup. And, you know, eating eating well, I won't say like, you know, I don't suggest that you go on any sort of diet, but making sure you're eating three meals a day. I hear from so many people that say, I don't feel like eating after my breakup. And it, it is really important that you are fueling yourself in that way. You're drinking, you know, a good amount of water and things like that. So don't neglect taking care of your body physically because if you do that, you're setting yourself up on a better foundation to feel emotionally better. There's such a strong tie between taking care of yourself physically stress levels, emotions, and all the things that come with it. So just stick to those three things, sleep, movement, and eating right to fuel your body. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. 
So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And then the last thing is making sure that you are consuming content that is also joyful. This is not, you know, a time to watch a super dreary or depressing TV show or movies. So, taking a look at what are you watching on TV? Are you watching something that makes you laugh? Like stick to comedies right now when you're feeling super low. We want to be able to utilize the things that we do have in our realm of control in a way that will benefit us. So pay attention to that. Even goes, same goes with music. Make sure you're listening to things that aren't making you feel super sad. Unless you feel like you do need a good cry, then you know, listen to the sad songs, but just be mindful of the stuff you're consuming. This also goes for social media. If you are following accounts that make you feel down, mute them. You know, we, I don't think we pay attention a ton to what we are fueling ourselves with, what we're watching. You know, just when you're scrolling Instagram, don't do it totally mindlessly. Make sure that if there's something that's triggering sadness within you, skip over it. Don't torture yourself by looking at things that are going to add to the sadness that you're already experiencing. So those are four things that you can do pretty much on a daily basis Um, to make sure that you are not getting too stuck on the downward parts of the roller coaster. And then the last thing that I wanted to cover is the different phases of the roller coaster. I hear from so many women that they might have had a month or a couple weeks where they are feeling better from the breakup. They're not missing their ex constantly. They go some time without having to cry and things really start looking up. But then all of a sudden they are hit by this wave of emotions again. And it almost feels like they're in this second wave of having to go through the breakup all over again and feeling that pain all over again. I want to very clearly express to you that this is completely normal. A girl actually DM'd me when I was talking about this topic and she said that breakup recovery is like an onion. So you may, you know, that first time when you start feeling better, maybe you've healed one layer of your onion. But there may be a few layers of onion underneath that. And that's okay. It's going to take some time, but I really don't want you to feel discouraged if you feel like it's coming in these different waves. And it's also really important to to celebrate each layer that you get through and each layer of healing and recovering and feeling better. But When it comes to these different waves and these different layers, I really want you to stay present. 
instead of getting frustrated that you're feeling down again or maybe feeling really uneasy because you don't know if tomorrow you're going to wake up and feel better or you're going to feel poor, I want you to stay present and really appreciate the times when you are feeling better. I can sometimes do this, and I'm sure you guys can relate to this, but there are times when I'm going through something tough and I have a day where I feel good, but then I almost get suspicious of it. I think, okay, when's the other shoe going to drop? Maybe I need to like dig back into the pain. I don't want you to do that. When you have a good day, have a good day. That's okay. Like even though you're going through something tough, it's great to have really good days in between. So appreciate those days. And then when the pain hits again, try some of the tips that I talked about on here. And just remember like with everything in life, things pass. Good times pass. Bad times pass. You are not going – however you're feeling right now, even though – when we're in those really low lows, it feels like, oh my gosh, am I going to feel this way forever? No, you're not going to feel this way forever. It is going to pass even if it feels like it doesn't. And then remember that this entire breakup roller coaster ride will end at some point. I wish I could tell you when it will end, but I can't. But at some point, you will be able to exit the ride. And at some point, you're going to be able to look back on this, on how much you've healed, how much you've grown, how far you've come. So just remember, this is not a lifelong thing. You're not going to be recovering from this breakup for the rest of your life. It's going to be a temporary thing. But hopefully in this episode, you feel a little bit more equipped and prepared to handle the ups and downs. And with anything with ups and downs, just make sure that you give a lot of grace. You give yourself a lot of grace and you take really good care of yourself and you nurture yourself and you protect your heart and you work on that healing. And I will see you guys back here again next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.